these are the best days of the year. Because <laughs> I just feel like the graces that come from this time of year, uh, for me, they're just surpassed by no other time of year. Welcome back, everybody, to Valdoco Podcast. I'm Father Steve. I'm Vicky. I'm Amy. And here we are on the edge, the end of Lent and the beginning of our tritium, uh, this, these holiest days of the year. This episode is at the end of our Lenten journey. We had our wrap-up episode last week, so you can go back and listen to that. And this week is just one of those invitations that we could all just recognize what's about to happen, what the church is celebrating, and then to, to enter in. Yeah, invitation for everybody to kind of enter into this these next three days, really enter into prayer. Yeah, just be aware of what happened, what is happening, and kind of share some of our the ways that we're going to do what we're going to do over the next three days and to encourage all of you who are listening um, some way to really experience and to pray through these next three days. Somebody want to start off? These are the best days of the year. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite time of year. I've already said that about 15 times. And then this week is my absolute favorite time because I just feel like the graces that come from this time of year, uh, for me, they're just surpassed by no other time of year. So for me, I really take advantage of everything that whatever my local church is offering. So going to Mass on Thursday, but then most parishes, if not all parishes, have reposition after that, which means that you get to sit with Jesus in the tabernacle which is such a beautiful experience if you think about what Holy Thursday is and being with Jesus when he invited the apostles to just pray with him and be with him in the Mount of Olives. So taking that opportunity, if you can. I know that there's a tradition of going to different churches at night. I've always liked to just stay in one because um, I feel like I'm leaving Jesus and that's just me. <laughs> but um, but I, I love that and I love staying there until the very end and Using that time, like you don't have to fill up the entire time or whatever amount of time you dedicate to that with different things. You don't have to fill it up with praying rosaries and all this stuff, but just to be with Jesus. And if you're tired because it's the end of a long day, maybe you had school that day or you had work that day, um, it's okay if you fall asleep like the apostles did. <laughs> um, but I just like taking that opportunity to to do whatever I feel called, um, reading different scripture, something like that. So that's my Holy Thursday. Um, so then on Good Friday, uh, I usually like to do Stations of the Cross. So if there's anything special going on at your parish, or even if you want to just take the opportunity to do that from your home, there's a lot of good resources online. Um, walking around, sometimes parishes have it outside, um, or if the doors are open, you can go inside. And then going to the service that day um, is always really beautiful to be able to live that day with Jesus in kind of like quote-unquote real time of the liturgical season. And then my absolute favorite Mass of the year is the Easter Vigil. Beautiful. So that's like, you worked so hard during those 40 days of Lent to get to that moment where it's just, if you're lucky enough to have people who are entering the church that day or receiving communion for the first day, like being able to celebrate them as a community, as a family, welcoming them into the church, but even if it's just you don't have that in your parish, just that day when they start ringing the bells and the lights come on, it's the best feeling. And, and just seeing everybody, uh, my old church would do, like everybody would have the candle. Just seeing the church illuminated by that light, that little light that we, we can all be. I can clearly go on and on. 
about this, but it's just so beautiful. The symbolism during this time of year is unparalleled. So even if you just kind of Google some of the Easter symbolism, it's just, it's, it's stunning. Yeah. And I think it's a good invitation to start out with is all of your local parishes are doing something. And so to kind of see when the masses are or see, yeah, when the, the church is offering things, it's really beautiful. And then to do some research, like you said, like Google or figure out what, why are we are celebrating this? What, what is the significance of Holy Thursday Mass and all the symbolism within the, within the liturgy, the Good Friday service, the Easter vigil? Yeah, try to reach out um, to experience the parish life. You know, some parishes are perhaps more prepared and they, some maybe will be better than others. But even to go and to spend the time in the church praying, trying to enter into um, what is what happened. So to read the scripture and to enter into the liturgy, it's, uh, it's good. It's a good invitation. A lot of stuff is going on. Um, I, yeah, it's just, it's a, it is a beautiful week. I think I, like Palm Sunday always, like that feels like the like real beginning. Like even these days, like in preparation for like the next, um, like the days that are coming. Like, you know, just how fast we can even, like, just turn our attention, right? Like, the beginning of Palm Sunday Mass is, like, we're welcoming Jesus. And then by the end of it, we're like, bye, you know? And, like, that's what happens this week. And I think it's just, like, I talk about it with a friend pretty much every every time, every Holy Week. And it's just, like, how fast we we change, right? Like, how quickly, like, we can reject God, right? And so I think, like, that's what feels like the... I don't know, the pressure on myself this week of like to not reject God this Holy Week. Um, So finding like little ways to enter into the week in preparation for these like these big, big days ahead of us. Um, There's an account, Be A Heart, and they put out a really great resource. They did it over COVID and then they've they've just updated it um, through the years, I think. Um, But they're beautiful, right? Like spending time in scripture, um, like they both said, but the actions that we can take, the little ways that we can be um, on this, like together in solidarity in this week, together, just even by like together 17 times, like wearing certain clothes or wearing like certain colors or, you know, lighting candles, being in prayer, reading certain scripture, um, the actions that we can do to help us just be more, I think, aware of like what we're approaching. Um, So that's really helpful for me. Um, and then my Holy Week looks a little different than it usually does. Usually, like, I kind of go about it alone. Um, but I will be with my family this weekend. So, like, I won't go to the Easter Vigil, which, like, is my favorite. But, you know, like, for one, you know, for one thing to give up that I get to be with family will be really good. Um, and, like, in a different place and stuff like that. So it'll be it'll be beautiful. Just looking forward to this season ending, but also really aware of, like, all the beauty that it's brought. Um and just looking forward to like what the next will be, but living in these days, right? Like I think it, there's really beautiful moments that happen in the next like few days that will come um, that you really miss. Like it helps Easter be this monumental like day, beautiful day, the most holy day when you've j- made the journey, right? Like if you're just like, oh, Thursday, you know, whatever. And then Friday you have off and like three o'clock is sad or something. You know, like if you don't like look at the real like, enter in like your community is offering you something you kind of like miss the significance um and so just personally like challenge you to try it to go to choose one to go to to read something like a little extra to pray something extra to research 
just a little something that will help you like Sunday be the impact that it can be or making it to that vigil mass. The really Amy's right. Like it is so beautiful. The songs that are sung, like there's just extra. It's long for sure, but it's so beautiful. And even just that if for no other reason than to see people like receive the sacraments, like you literally are seeing people like be brought into the church, receive Jesus for the first time, be confirmed. So like the Holy Spirit is on them, right? Like all these things that happened maybe a long time ago in your life um, that weren't super significant, but now like might be more impactful. Like you get to be like a witness there um, in that invitation. So just try it. Step out of your comfort zone if you've never done it before. If it is something you do, amazing. Have so much fun. Enjoy it, right? (laughs) Like it's going to be, it'll be really good. Beautiful uh, season together. So that's it. Yeah, and the fact that you're doing something that's been done for thousands of years. Thousands. Know that this ancient... Sometimes we, you know, it looks a little bit more modern now or there's, you know, it's in English and, you know, maybe we're used to it. But for thousands of years, these prayers and this liturgy and it's just a beautiful thing to to take a step back and to to recognize what's what's going on right in front of us. And, uh, and so for me, it's this will be the first time all of this is happening as a priest. You know, so to be celebrating a, a mass for Holy Thursday, um, to be able to you know, to, to go through the prayers and everything on Good Friday. I won't celebrate an Easter Vigil Mass this, this year because it's usually, you know, the pastor of the parish who would do that. But hopefully, you know, going to one and, and can celebrating at a, at a church somewhere. So it's, yeah, it's a blessing for me and definitely giving thanks for, for this whole journey. But that's our life of faith. We go through the whole year. Like this is the culmination of the year. If, if there's no resurrection, then there's no faith. No, so everything, like St. Paul says, no, everything hinges on the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. And if we miss these three days, if we don't take advantage of these three days, we're missing the entirety of our faith, really. If we don't experience the resurrected Christ, then our faith is in vain. Because there's so many resources out there now. You know, our church is really blessed with so many people who are putting out really good content, who are explaining things, who have resources, whether it be video or audio or written material. So you can really find beautiful reflections and beautiful videos to help us to pray. I really suggest you try to go and to find an opportunity to go to your local parish and get back involved, but also just to find some really quiet time lighting a candle and spending time in prayer on your own to read through the passion story, to, to see what Jesus said and did and um, and it's amazing just to re, you know, iterate like the entire mass, like when you hear the parts of the mass, it's all scripture based. Like you're really entering into a place and you're listening to Jesus. You're, you're walking with him. You're encountering him. If you're taking the first step back into the church or a first step back into, to a more lived faith, that's great. If you've been here for a long time, this is a great time for renewal. I think also to like, if you do read the passion or you're reading scripture, that's, you know, talking about these three really holy days, like, Look at the people around Jesus, right? Like all of these really important things that we say, like come sometimes from the people that were around Jesus when they saw him like die. And then like when he was like resurrected, like all of these things that happened, like that's us, right? Like we're the people around Jesus watching this happen now, like present day, but people were there before. And so, so just let it be like this, like real, like, like history, like of our history, but also like this deep tradition in the church, like just allowing it to be real. Don't let it just be another weekend, like another Sunday at mass, or like you don't want to, you're trying to avoid the crowds, all these things. Like 
go, right? Like allow it to happen. Um, and then also like, yeah, like, okay, maybe Saturday is busy for you, but like take one hour, right? Or just take 30 minutes, whatever that like, you can offer to be still, right? That preparation day, like that in between his death and then resurrection, there was a day to sit and reflect, like think about what did his disciples feel? What did his mom feel like? Everyone that believed in him, maybe people like had regrets. Oh my gosh, I wasted this whole season of Lent, but now I can make up for it, right? Or like I looked at Jesus and didn't know it was him and now he's dead, right? All these things that we can put ourselves in these people's shoes to then celebrate fully on Sunday. It's like dress up, right? Like take a fun picture, like be with your family, eat something really good, like all this stuff to help celebrate. So I think it's just, it's that lack of comparison. Like don't look at what other people are doing. Like how can you spend this time how can you celebrate the end and beginning of a new season? Just like looking at you, what can you offer? Um, and then challenge yourself, right? Like don't do the same thing. Like try to go somewhere else. Like we're just going to repeat the same thing, but like just try. Um, I think it really like it makes a difference and it's beautiful. Like it's not something you're going to regret. You know, it's one of those things where it might be hard to get there, but when you leave, you're not going to feel like, wow, what a wasted hour of my life. Like it's not promise if you do let me know send me an email but like that's not gonna happen so try right and it's it'll just be it really is it's beautiful and what I love about this time of year is it kind of has more of a purity than Christmas because it doesn't have the commercialism and the materialism as much I know that there's like chocolate and Easter baskets and stuff like that but if you take the time from your regular schedule you have the time for this there's no extra things vying for your attention. Like maybe there is around Christmas time where people are asking you to do things and, and go to places. But these days of Holy Week are really, they're there for you. And you don't have to worry about all these other things going on in society. If you just make the time in your regular day-to-day -day schedule, it's there. And just to echo what Vicki was saying about going into scripture and Father Steve was talking about it with walking with Jesus as well. But just engaging your five senses that's one way to look at the passion account if you're doing it. You know, who do you identify with there? But what are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you smelling? What are you tasting? Um, to really go through everything. So it's not just even one level of what do I see? Okay, I see this. Or how does this make me feel? But really fully getting into that moment, which is what we're being called to do in all these different moments. But you can really bring yourself deeper and deeper into that mystery in a way that maybe you've never done before to really place yourself in that position of someone there or someone who's watching it. And one thing I reflected on on Sunday, this past Sunday was Palm Sunday and we read the whole Passion. Now just that recognition, we've heard this story so many times. Like we know we grew up in a Christian country. We hear it. We're so familiar. Okay, Jesus died. He went through this. And it's hard, even as a priest, you know, you can hear that and then you can just go have breakfast. You know, it's like you just listen to this dramatic, I mean, the center of history, everything changed because of this moment and I can read it and then go and do whatever, you know. And so it's so easy for us as, as humans and as Christians, and especially those of us who have been, you know, raised in the faith and we're so familiar with all these stories that it doesn't hit. No, it doesn't go from head to heart. It doesn't transform. It doesn't motivate. It doesn't do anything because we're just so used to it. And so it does take an intentional effort to really take a step back and, like Amy was saying, to enter in, to engage with your senses, with your imagination, to really recognize that this is, we're reading 
a historical account. We're reading something that really happened, but also a theological telling us about who God is, how much he loves us, and who we are called to be. And so if we can just really take some time every day over these next three days to sit and be silent and to pray about it and, and meet him, like meet him face to face, look at, at Jesus, look at the disciples, look at our, our Blessed Mother, you know, look at all of that stuff that's going on. Um, you know, and for me, okay, I, I have a little bit of a benefit because I was in Jerusalem. Like I can see the way the land looks. I can see the Holy Sepulcher. I can see and feel like the hustle and bustle of the city and just, you know, recognizing that people didn't stop their day. Like this guy was being crucified and people just went, went about their day. And that's something that can happen with us too, that all of this stuff is happening and um more worried about like eating chocolate and having a nice Sunday meal, which is great. You should have a beautiful <laughs> celebration and you should eat some chocolate and you should be great. But we're recognizing why, no? And, and I guarantee you'll have such a better meal and such a better Sunday if you take the time to really allow yourself to, to experience and to yeah, enter into this, this mystery. So to not be a spectator, you know, to, to be intentional, make a plan. Okay, today's Wednesday. So you have time to look up what you're going to do and set yourself a little schedule. Like I have the days off from school or maybe I have to work, but I have this hour. So really be intentional about uh, finding a way to enter in. That's my goal, even as a priest. Like, Cause I could easily go through the motions. I have things to prepare. I have a homily to prepare. I have to you know, celebrate the mass or whatever, but I gotta make sure that before, after that I'm really spending the time these days to, to give thanks to God, to pray, to sit, um, I guess just one last thing for me. Uh, on a different podcast, the Poco, po Poco podcast, they talk about taking the cross off the wall. So just one challenge from me would be when is the last time that you took the cross off your wall, that you actually looked at it and it wasn't just something that blended into your wall. And maybe that doesn't work for you, but just that resonates with anyone else just to actually take it off. And like you said, Father Steve, the things that we take for granted, but to actually delve into something that's given to us as a tool for prayer and meditation and to actually use it as such. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to set up a prayer space, like to have an open Bible, to have a cross, to have our Blessed Mother, to have a candle. Like these are, we need help to enter in. You know, we can't just pretend like we can sit down in a white room and then things are going to come to us. Like we need help. We're human. And that's the greatest thing of the incarnation of God, God shows us. You no, know, he he knows we need tangible things. We need smells and bells and we need <laughs> uh, things to hold on to and to touch and to kiss. And that's another thing I learned so much in Jerusalem, like the, just the devotion, the simple faith and devotion of, of kneeling and of like my, my greatest memory. I mean, there's so many, but like placing my forehead on the anointing stone. So they have this really this long slab of rock that's the anointing stone that from where Jesus would be taken down from the cross and then placed on this anointing stone before he's buried in the tomb. Okay, so it's traditional. Maybe that's not the exact stone. Like, we could never tell. The thing has been removed, rebuilt, all these things. But we know that this is the place of the crucifixion. Like, we know that this is the tomb. This was the place outside the city. This was, there's other tombs found in there. So, but here, but just the faith of the people. Like, being surrounded by people, all of us kneeling. You smell the incense. You smell the oils. It's like just, it helps you really to enter into to that state of prayer and to 
it just opens the heart. You no, know, it opens the heart. It opens the mind. It opens the senses, and you can really pray. So we can do that at home. You know, like you can have little smells, and you can have candles, and you can have crucifix, and so I encourage, yeah, definitely encourage to to find that space in your house, in your room, but definitely go to your church. Go to the parish. Find a time. We need people to come back. We need people to be part of the community. So if you can find your way back. If you're already going, great. But if you're not going, it's a good time to start. Amen. Good. Any last words? Just if you're not going to be home, just do a little research. Like I won't be home, so I have to look up where we're going to go. Yeah. And that'll be helpful. So if you're leaving on your spring break, your Easter break, any of those things, just one google search one google search or masstimes.org oh the best mass put in times, the yeah put in the city? things and they'll Boom. show you all the different mass times and all the different churches right so and how far they are away from that place no excuses none you Sorry. got this you can do it all right let's pray our way out okay in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen lord we thank you for this time together for this opportunity to share and to invite um our family to enter this week with you. Um, we thank you for the gift of this week, for the graces that will come. Um, and we'll, we'll wait with you. We're waiting with you um, until you rise again. But just give us the, the ability to, to walk with you this week, the strength, the patience, the, just all the graces that we need so that this can be a fruitful end of the season um, and, a, and a good time to to spend time and to learn more about you. And in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Pray Christians. Pray, pray for us. St. John Bosco. Pray, pray for us. St. Mary Mazzarello. Pray, pray for us. And St. Francis de Sales. Pray, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 We don't know if we'll see you next week, maybe, but have a happy, happy tridium. Yeah, happy yeah, don't Ho- say it. Don't Holy say it. Thursday, <laughs> Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and... We wish you happy Easter. Aww. Come on. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everybody. Have a blessed Holy Week. That's blessed where I am. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Yeah, blessed Holy Week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.